Welcome to episode 13 of the Chatting with Ingram series of podcasts. I'm Philip Ingram, and today I'm talking to Tom Sykes, who's a freelance cameraman with the BBC and ITN. We're talking about how to improve the way that you deal with online video capabilities and online business. Warning, you might actually learn something. Good morning, Tom. The last time we met was a couple of years ago and under some very different circumstances to um, what we're finding ourselves in at the moment. Can you remember it? I can indeed, yeah. We were filming for BBC Inside Out South um, outside uh, Triffles House in Salisbury. And if I recall, they brought you in to talk about the... Uh, the planning on the ground for uh, for the attack is that right? <laughs> that, well, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, you know, as a as a former intelligence officer, um, I've studied the Russians quite a bit, and um, the whole thing was absolutely fascinating. Who'd have thought that would have happened on our doorstep in Salisbury? But then, who'd have predicted that um, the movie Contagion Contagion would be coming um, to life at the moment as we speak? Exactly. I mean, it was. Um, I spent quite a few days there, as you'd imagine, doing doing other filming and uh, sort of national BBC News and things like that. And um, it was a, a fascinating, still is a fascinating story. And as I mentioned to you the other day, I think um, I don't think there's really been any follow up on it. It feels, it feels like it's gone awfully quiet, obviously with Brexit and now COVID nineteen. But I'd be fascinated to find out a bit more about if there's still any investigation going on and things like that. Yeah, well, there'll almost certainly be an investigation still going on, but I think it'll have taken um, a, a back seat. And looking at the documentaries that came out afterwards, um, they repeated a lot of what we knew already. And they haven't really asked some of the questions that I put in some of my blogs on my, my Grey Hair Media blog site um, about some of the other things that had happened. And you know, we'll, we, I've, I've talked about this beforehand, but I do think that there was a second team and there's been no analysis into that. Um, mm. And I do think that there's a pretty good chance, um, and I'm basing this on you know, what, what I do as an intelligence officer, there, there'd be a pretty good chance that there's a, a more permanent Russian intelligence presence in the Salisbury area. But that's subject to yeah. a different story, I think. <laughs> so one of the future, maybe. <laughs> so you, you're, you're a freelance cameraman. You do a lot for the BBC. But go on, tell the listeners to this podcast a little bit more about you. Um, well, I've been working on and off in TV since 97. Um, after training in Bristol, uh, and I've dipped in and out of, of TV, mainly news. Uh, came back to it fully about six, seven years ago, uh, and yeah, I work in. I'm based in the Swindon area, so I work for ITV regions uh, in both the kind of, kind of crossover where I live, and also BBC Point West, BBC South Today, and I do quite a lot of stuff for network news as well. So I covered the. Uh, the first plane landing for coronavirus at RAF Rise Norton. Oh, okay. a very yep. long wait. Um, <laughs> yes. And I've done quite a few days around around coronavirus. Um, <clears throat> and I took the step due to some health sort of issues. I took, took the step to back away from uh, filming. Yep. Um, uh, and uh, I haven't act, act done any news filming since. So that was quite a difficult step to make. But I wanted to obviously safeguard my own health and also... Uh, make sure that I didn't jeopardise anyone else, but um, it's well, yeah, been quite it's a, a lonely, quiet time. Yeah, it, it, but but it, but it's important. I think during these times, it's I, I, I see so many idiots that are out and about the place who are giving no regard whatsoever, and it's those individuals that are keeping the infection rate um, at, a, at a slightly higher level, and therefore elongating the whole uh, lockdown for all of us by not just following the simple rules. 
but one of the, one of the things that um, drew me to your attention, which is why we're doing this podcast today, is you 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 put out a little video um, giving some tips for people doing a lot of work in video. And at the moment, we see that um, most of the corporate organisations that are still working are have now switched from face to face meetings and conferences to everything's on video on Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and other platforms are available. If I was doing this for the BBC, I'd have to say that. Um, uh, and we see we see the, the the politicians carrying out a lot of work by video and and everything else. And again, as a as a former intelligence officer, the one thing I find fascinating is looking at all the different backgrounds and the number of offices I've seen, the number of kitchens I've seen, the number of people, um, uh, your politicians sitting there, uh, supposedly doing uh, their 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 work, interacting with Parliament in their bedroom. And I yep. go back to your video and your video tips because they all seem to be staring down at their screen and all the rest of it. It, it seems a little amateurish. So go on again for the listeners. Give 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 us a, a synopsis of that little video, the tips that people should be looking at as they're going about normal business um, using modern technology in these difficult times. Sure. I mean, it's just something that I filmed quickly using my, my webcam, but there's a few simple things that uh, people that are using Zoom or that, whether it's a broadcast or just chatting to business colleagues or friends that they can they can sort of tips that they can follow the first one is lighting um a lot of people uh, have their laptops or their computers quite near a window and the key thing is to have the light facing you not behind you um, and you'll find that a lot of um, webcams will also adjust the aperture so if you've got a bright light source behind you you appear very dark so make sure that the light is, is facing you and, and uh, not behind you. The second one, everyone seems to um, have their laptop screen tilted up on their table and they're just staring up their nostrils. Um, <laughs> yes, and it's really not... Oh, oh, it's, not a, it's not a pleasant everyone. sight. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially if you've got a double chin. and It's not a flattering angle for anybody. And as a cameraman, I always make sure that my lens is slightly above the eye line so i'm slightly looking down on on the person and it's a lot more flattering yeah i forgot so, to pay you a fiver um, for that and, th- and thank you when we're doing the strip or something <laughs> <laughs> so the top tip i mean i jokingly found we had a couple of um a kitchen towels uh that were a really good height actually just to get the get the, to put the laptop on but anything you can do some books anything you've got around the home we don't have yellow pages anymore but they would have been good. Um, to try and get the, the lens at the same height as your eyes, at least, um, so that we're not looking up your nose. The next tip would be, uh, I'd suggest standing up, um, especially if you're giving any form of business presentation, or um, even if you're a, a journalist doing a presentation to, to your uh, studio, uh, you naturally talk much better, you present much better if you're stood up and not uh, sort of hunched over. So if you're able to, to get that eye line and do that. Uh, and you obviously mentioned the background. Um, I don't think that most people watching care about what books you read. Well, maybe they do, but I don't. Um, or, you know, what kitchen floor you've got. If you're able to have a neutral background, a plain wall or a curtain or something that's a bit more sort of professional and doesn't bring your own personal living space into the broadcast, I think that's probably a preferred option. And I suppose the last main one is is well, audio and connection. Um, audio, if you've got any form of headset mic, you can plug in. Um, most webcams, they pick up the sound of the room echo in, in the audio, which sounds pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a headset, even if it's just like uh, an Apple uh, headset with microphone or something similar, a built-in microphone in your headset, that will probably increase the audio quality. And finally, connection. Um, try not to connect 
using your Wi-Fi, especially if you're in a house with teenage kids that are streaming their gaming or that are chatting <laughs> to their mates on, on yes. video calls. A wired connection is always preferable um, and will always give you a stabler connection. Yep. Uh, and, and the broadcasters will advise you that. And that's sort of my five tips. It's actually taken longer than a minute. <laughs> Watch the video because I do it in under three minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's a good video. And, and what I'll do is I'll put a link to the video in the uh, blurb under underneath the podcast and bits and pieces. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting on the on the audio side of things. I, I do quite a bit, but um, Zoom that we're on at the minute, um, as you can probably see, I've, I've got a um, a really weird virtual background that sort of uh, isn't quite perfect, but at least it distracts from the horrors in the room. But uh, when, when I want to do something else, I've got on, on the professional side, I've got um, a pull-up banner that I, that I can put behind me um, that allows me to show show different things. And I'm, I'm, I'm gobsmacked that you know, our politicians don't have a sort of pull-up banner with their constituency uh, details on there. because. Yeah. That would be advertising who they are, be advertising their political party and and everything else, and would fit within the rules of everything else that's going on. Um, and well, the only thing, the only person I've seen that does that was Peston, and Peston had a pull up banner when he was asking questions uh, in the updates, and he was promoting that. But he only only did it for one broadcast. I think someone probably told him it was too much. Well, but, I think, yeah, I yeah think, you're I think right. He probably got told off. And, and on the audio side, the, the, because I'm doing more and more podcasts, the one thing I'm finding about people who are using. Um, headphones and Apple headphones and all the rest of it is they tend to sit there and be moving around all the time so the audio goes loud and quiet and all the rest of it because their, their microphone is moving around away from um, their, their mouth so if, if, if it could be held in one position um, as I'm sort of doing at the, at, at the moment uh, it, it, it makes yeah, I mean, the I, sound quality a bit better I use um, a, a, a Bluetooth headset with a like you'd have in a call centre with a little boom it's obviously all wireless yep. uh, and I think it was £15 on Amazon um, and I have one in the van that I use for, for calling on the road and it cuts out all the van noise. I don't have to shout in the van and I use this one for, for calls like this and walking around the house so that I don't have to hold a phone up against my ear all the time. Yep. So you can get pretty good inexpensive uh, solutions to help with the audio. On the background side of things, Zoom obviously allow you to add a virtual background, which is what you're doing. Uh, and Skype allows you to blur the background. Um, yep. Again, it mixed sort of success with, <laughs> with that, depending <laughs> on the background and the lighting. But or if you're bald, I don't suggest doing any <laughs> of the virtual backgrounds because it changes the shape of your head, as I well know. So. Well, well, yes, and, and don't don't wear a green shirt. Is it is another no, one? <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Which is quite funny. So come on, you when when you're watching all of this and you're watching the politicians and you're watching uh, the presenters and you're watching um, uh, some of the corporate interactions that are going on from your know, senior professors or senior business leaders who know stuff. What what are the real horrors that you're seeing? Um, pretty much some of the examples I've put in the video. I mean, um, I think people have, have have opened their eyes to it a bit more now uh, since it's been going on. I think the broadcasters have been sending. Uh, tutorial videos or tips on how to do it and I've seen a massive improvement in the camera angles and the lighting conditions the audio is still a bit ropey but um, I have seen improvements but you know initially I saw I saw one broadcast which I won't mention the channel but um, (laughs) you couldn't see his mouth or his nose Uh, well you saw the top of his nose and the rest of it was just his ceiling and it was kind of eyes and uh, (laughs) the top of the head and, and lots of ceiling I've seen I've seen broadcasts where they pause the video stream by accident and it's on a full screen in a TV gallery. Oh dear. <laughs> I think they might maybe using FaceTime and they click away or something and it pauses the video. Yeah. I've seen all sorts of uh, 
of mistakes. But as I said, I think everyone's waking up to it. And, um, you know, there's other people that have done sort of videos like mine in the, they're around in the ether. And I think, uh, I think people are finally getting there. Yeah. But, um, that that those are professional broadcasters that you're talking about, and and it's the 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 politicians that are out there, and and more importantly, the the business leaders. You people, there's no excuse for businesses not to be professional in this new online environment as as they're interacting. Would you agree? I, I would. I mean, it is such simple advice as well. As I said, it took me you know about an hour to shoot and edit that film, so it is very very simple common sense when you're looking at your feedback shot of you on the screen if if you can't see yourself very well if the image doesn't look flattering do something about it you know get the get the laptop higher up improve the lighting improve the sound um and from a from a corporate sort of comms point of view yeah i mean i i i, I think it's i think it's important for, for corporate communication that uh, your image reflects how it would be in a real world environment so if you're going to sit around a board table and uh, board meeting and, and look presentable you should do the same thing on a on a webcam mm. Now, as well as being a freelance cameraman for TV channels and other bits and pieces, you've you've got another business move that uh, you, you've gone into, and this could actually help people in this environment. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I run a company called Solo 16. Um, Solo 16's primary role is, uh, or primary business, is live streaming, um, and it's kind of conferencing, outside broadcast, any type of event uh, from a simple single camera presentation right up to a you know, uh, a big outdoor uh, concert or something like that. We've covered all sorts of events. And, uh-huh. and at the moment, we've had to diversify. We've had to look at how we can help event planners and organizations deliver their presentations or their events virtually. So we have a system whereby we send you a, a web link uh, and you, you come into the, to the broadcast, a bit like Zoom, but you come into the broadcast with your webcam and your microphone. But then we mix the video and we incorporate uh, videos, we incorporate PowerPoint slides, and it all looks incredibly slick and professional, much better than a, a multi-view Zoom meeting. Yeah. Um, so we kind of adapted with that technology for, for the business community. So it's changing times. I mean, we, we obviously lost 90% of all our pre-booked events and, and all our inquiries stopped almost overnight. So um, it's a terrible time for for the event industry in general and our business, um, I just hope that people bounce back and um, and appreciate what professionals can add to one of these, you know, one of these broadcasts. So, as as well as enabling a much better quality of online conference and um, online business meetings and, and and everything else, do you also provide training and training tips for people for the PR companies that are out there that are advertising uh, that are advising different companies for for company executives and all the rest of it? Could they get in contact with you for for sort of training tips? Yeah, they could. I mean, we we don't offer one on one training for that kind of thing as such. It's something that we've been looking into with a with another company locally to us to provide training at the moment. Um, we're looking at providing media training in general for chief execs, anyone that, that, that has to face the media and isn't prepared for it, a PR crisis management, that kind of thing, so that they've got the skills that they need to do that. Um, what we do, what we have started doing more of is live streaming consultancy, where a venue uh, uh, who are streaming quite a bit decides that they want to install their own equipment. So we'll go in and we'll spec spec the, the kit that they need. We'll find out what their technical uh, experience is. We'll then supply the supply and install the equipment and train them how to use it. So uh-huh. it might be um, a, a private crematorium, it might be a place of worship, it might be a boardroom, whatever it is. Um, uh, and so we found that, that that's quite a quite a good 
sort of business line at the moment. So if people wanted to get hold of you, because I'm, I can see the number of um, virtual conferences and, and virtual meetings growing, exp- or they've grown exponentially, but the people are looking at ways of trying to professionalize them. How do they get hold of you? Um, two ways. If you're looking at uh, the, the business side of things, then you want to go to solo16.co.uk, S-O-L-O-1-6.co.uk. If you're looking for uh, a cameraman as a sole entity to film something for you or to work with you in that capacity, then it's ukcameraop.co.uk. Brilliant. And I'll put both those links again in the blurb. Tom, your tips have been fantastic. It's been a real pleasure talking to you on the Chatting with Ingram podcast series this morning. You're welcome. Thank you.